0: Uh, Labour MP, Shadow Health Secretary, who's joining us this morning. Good morning to you.
1: Good morning. Thank
0: you very much indeed for joining us. Um, front page story today, this story about migrants being placed on a, a giant barge. Um, lots of people are likening it to a prison ship. Uh, let's face it, there a few hundred migrants out of the 160,000 backlog. is a drop in the ocean, uh, excuse the pun, but um, is this the right way of dealing with the migrant crisis?
1: I, I think I had a lot of sympathy with, with some of your viewer comments, actually, who were saying things like, well, hang on, what about R- Rwanda? Uh, and what I, I think the government's coming up with a whole load of uh, headline-grabbing gimmicks because they're not dealing with the fundamental problems here. And it's, it's not uh, as, as, as headline-grabbing as Rwanda or barges, but speeding up the processing of people when they arrive deporting people faster where their claims are unsuccessful and dealing with the criminal gangs many of whom are based in our country who are exploiting these people and trafficking them over and making a lot of money in the in the process that's how we bring down the seven million pounds a day cost of hotel accommodation because I, I, I'll tell you this if this barge plan goes ahead it won't be instead of Hotels it will be in addition to so we're not talking about bringing the cost down we're talking about adding to the costs and just finding new places to put increasing numbers of people because the government aren't processing fast enough fix the fundamentals and and we'll bring the bill down will speed up claims and rebuild confidence in our immigration system. Okay. That's what Labour would do. That's what the government should do.
0: It, there's no doubt at all the Home Office is not fit for purpose. We've all been saying this for years, including one of your uh, uh, former Labour colleagues, John Reid, when he became Home Secretary, and that was, goodness me, 20-odd years ago. Um, the reality is, though, we've still got those people that are in the country. They have to be housed somewhere. Labour's saying, oh, well, we'll speed up we will speed up, speed up dealing with this. Um, I don't think anyone trusts that Labour in charge of the Home Office will mean the Home Office is suddenly miraculously competent. Uh, it hasn't been competent for so many years. And even if you do speed up, what do you do with them when you're finished with them? Either they're asylum seekers and they're, they're granted asylum here, where do they live? Uh, or they're not, in which case, how are you going to deport them? You're going to be facing exactly the same issues that the Conservative government faces.
1: Well, I'd, I'd say two things in response, Julia. I mean, when John Reid described the Home Office as not fit for purpose, it compared with today. It looked like a miraculous organisation discharging all of its duties with great speed and efficiency. Uh, Thirteen years of Conservative fa- uh, failure have driven the immigration system into the ground, and this is one of many issues where people can compare Labour's record to the Conservatives, where things are worse now than they, <coughs> excuse me, clear my throat, than they than they were then. And I know it's not as exciting or headline-grabbing, but it really is as simple as speeding up decision-making, deporting people where they're unsuccessful, and going after the root cause, which are these exploitative criminal gangs. Well, no, 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 the root cause isn't
0: the gangs. The gangs are a symptom of the demand. How are you going to tackle the fact that there are... Let's face it, not just hundreds, not just thousands, tens of thousands, there are hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of people who will be, who would be willing to pay people smugglers to get them into this country mm. for a better life. You're not going to change that. We're not going to solve all the wars in the world. We're not going to have every country being as, as economic. I mean, we're, we're in the economic doldrums, but we're still better off than most people in the world. Um, you're not going to solve that. There are always going to be people who want to, who are going to want to come here, and we're not necessarily going to want all of them here. You, Labour, to all intents and purposes, you don't like to say that quite a bit out loud, but actually an awful lot of people on your front bench, and I don't know whether you're among them or not, think that actually we shouldn't have any limit on the number of people who could come here.
1: Uh, well, I, I just don't think anyone um, serving in Keir Starmer's team who wants to form part of the next Labour government uh, believes in open borders. And, they give us and, a number. How many
0: no how many asylum seekers should we take, and how many legal um,
1: people uh, routes should we open? We, we, what we what we what we I mean that you make a, I think you do make a sort of fair point about the the deeper causes of of, of movements of populations of of mig- migrant crises, and and that's why when we were in government we were an international development uh, superpower. Actually, uh, we punching well above our weight on the global stage in terms of leadership on. Development and playing a global role, uh, and it was—I mean—partly about doing the right thing and discharging our, our kind of moral responsibility as one of the world's leading economies to support those less fortunate. But there was also a huge dollop of national self-interest in there, because where you've got conflict, where you've got poverty, where you've got famine, it does drive migrant crises. Because if we were in that situation, of course we'd be looking yeah. for a better life. But elsewhere. how many? Give me a number. We can support countries to stand on their own feet. We're not—we yeah, we can do all that. We can do
0: as much as we can. There are still going to be countries well, at war. Un- There's still going to be people who want to come to this country. How many are we going to take? Give us a number. Yeah.
1: Well, un- unlike unlike the Tories, Julie, I'm not daft enough to make promises that Labour can't keep. What we ah, will do so you be able is to speed them. up decision making, send people back where they have no right to be here. How? Uh, How are you going to send them I mean, back? What-
0: they, come well, quite, to, well, quite, quite they don't simply, want to come back to their, They want process to process
1: their claims and make a decision, it, it, you can send people back. That's not the issue. The issue is that I think it's around 1% of small boat arrivals in the last year have had their claims processed. This is crackers. And let me tell you, as a constituency MP who deals with a wide range of immigration issues, from family visas for people wanting to come to weddings and funerals, right through to people who are in hotels in my constituency uh, wanting a decision, it is... It is it is so frustrating dealing with the Home Office to try and get any kind of decision taken. And if we speed that up, that's how we bring down the seven million pounds a day bill. I don't bill, see how you're going to be able to support
0: these people when the Conservatives haven't been able to. These countries, most—I mean, nine, we understand—90% of people arriving yeah, on the boats that, don't even uh, have any ID on them. Uh,
1: but the, the, the clue, Julia, is in the fact that we're talking about Rwanda, we're talking about barges, we're talking about any headline grabbing gimmick they can come up with. I mean, do you remember Pretty Patel's wave machine in the English Channel? That, I mean, that, that was, was probably insane. the daftest idea of the lot. I mean, you know, exactly. But this is the problem with these people. They've been in government for 13 years, a general election's coming down the track, and now they want to say, oh, you know, we need to look busy. We need to persuade people that in the next year or so, okay. that w- we can get a grip on problems that have been 13 years in the making. And, and, and there's a big question mark. And that's why they're reaching for headline uh, gi- yeah. gimmicks rather than solving I think the a
0: lot of it is gimmicks, and I think there's a big question mark whether the Conservative government's going to be able to do this. But there's also a big question mark about whether A, Labour would be able to do it, and B, whether Labour had the will. To do it, but we're going to move on. Let's talk about the NHS. We,
1: we do. We want. We want people to have confidence in the immigration system. We, we need. We all to love
0: to have confidence, confidence in the immigration system. system. Let's talk about the NHS. Um, uh, there's an annual survey yes. by the British Social Attitudes Survey. It's been carried out for decades, and it has shown a public satisfaction with the NHS has plummeted to its lowest ever level. Uh, ever. with Extraordinary. It was 70% of uh, people were uh, felt they were satisfied with the NHS overall in 2010. It is now at 29%. Um, I'm just still amazed there are 29% who are satisfied with NHS uh, uh, services. Um, are you among them? You, you've, you've had a number of NHS treatments over the recent years, spoken very openly about it. Do you think the NHS is a fit for purpose?
1: No, I think I'm with the majority of, of people on this, um, which is, it, as far as the staff of the NHS are concerned, they could not be working harder. I right. And I hear this so often at the moment, people saying, oh, it's appalling, I was waiting on a a bed in, a, a, in, or in a trolley in a corridor and I was waiting for treatment I was waiting more than 12 hours I've been waiting for months if not years for an operation. Can't fault the staff though, they're doing their absolute best I think that's where people are in the country right now but when emergency services are broken down to the extent they have waiting lists longer than ever, waiting times dangerously high in terms of things like cancer treatment which obviously I know about from my own experience with kidney cancer uh, that the system is Fundamentally broken, and, and, and the Conservatives can't blame the pandemic, however much they want to. Of course, that's made things more difficult. Of course, it has. But we had record uh, waiting lists before the pandemic, big staff shortages before the pandemic, and that's why Labour's got a plan to deliver the biggest expansion of NHS staff in history, funded by abolishing the non-dom tax status. Because unless the NHS has the staff it needs, we're not going to get the patients NHS has got, seen on time. The,
0: look, the, I know about NHS funding not going up, commensurate with the extra need of people getting older over the over the of the Cameron years, I completely... Let's not go into all of that. But the reality is the the NHS has got huge amounts of money. What we all can't work out is where the heck it's going. You say the staff are all wonderful. They're not all wonderful. They're not all doing a good job. I I, I spent a lot of time in a hospital with an ageing relative uh, back in 2019. I can tell you there were a heck of a lot of staff doing absolutely bugger all an awful lot of the time um, almost half of the staff of the NHS don't even work in clinical front line uh, they're not cleaners or porters so a lot of them are admin we know there needs to be a huge amount of admin but but you know the amount of people who are paper pushers in the NHS the amount of managers we've got I mean the idea you've got managers you can't recruit a member of staff but then they're going to pay an agency staff member five times as much to do the same job does that tell you that everyone's good at their job in the NHS because it doesn't tell me that
1: well, where, uh, where the NHS does need to spend money better is, and you mentioned the £3 billion on agency costs. Uh, if you're not paying your regular staff enough and providing them with, with, with the flexible shifts they need to balance things like childcare responsibility or yeah. caring for well, older people. That's bad management, you we need to sack that as well. But uh, look, I, I, I think there is a, a challenge around agency costs and, and, and bringing them down. I think the other thing is. We're spending money in the wrong places uh, because we don't do enough at the front door of the NHS in primary care with more GPs better access to community pharmacy and community uh, hubs of the type that Labour's proposing, uh, we end up people going to AE instead. And instead of costing 40 quid for a GP appointment, it costs around 360 quid to go to uh, a So there is absolutely a price of Conservative incompetence and mismanagement over more than 13 years. And that's why Labour's making an argument that says, look, we, as the last Labour government showed, actually, it's investment, but also reform that really makes a big difference. Well- and- not only have the Conservatives ruined our immigration system and our NHS, they've also left the coffers bare in the public finances. So reform is going to have to do more cof- of the heavy lifting. And the I've coffers are bare after a that.
0: banking crisis and, and, and lockdowns, which your party supported uh, dealing with. Let me ask you finally about um, vapes, um, highly addictive fruit-flavoured vapes popular with teenagers, lots of people talking about this happening in school, toilets, uh, kids are, are using these uh, throwaway these vapes being targeted at them. They are going to be facing a ban, the Sun has revealed today. Um, would you endorse that?
1: I think we've got a massive problem with vaping in our country as far as children and young people are concerned. Uh, myself and Bridget Phillipson, the Shadow Education Secretary, are now getting regular complaints from teachers and school leaders uh, about the uh, it's actually symptoms of, of nicotine withdrawal in the school day in terms of concentration, disruption to learning. We've had, we've had challenges in some schools where they've had to restrict students' access to toilets and highly regulate toilet access during the school day because of the of vaping and and look vaping as a tool to get people off of smoking is very effective. What I'm worried about is that this industry is recruiting a new generation of vapers and the medical evidence is really clear on this. Vaping is harmful to your health. Less harmful than smoking Mm. but really harmful, and so to, uh, to, to be addicting a new generation of vapors okay. in this way is highly irresponsible and the industry needs to get his act together because the Labour government won't tolerate okay, it. Just
0: finally, really briefly, Jeremy Corbyn yesterday got banned by the NEC from standing uh, as a Labour candidate in the next uh, general election. Um, this was organised by Keir Starmer, your current Labour leader, your boss. Um, three years ago, and he did five years ago in 2017, he was really happy to uh, campaign for him to be the Prime Minister of this country, and now he's saying oh he's not fit to be a backbench MP what changed
1: I, I think here like the rest of us was utterly appalled by Jeremy Corbyn's response to that damning EHRC investigation into anti-semitism within the Labour Party Jeremy Corbyn has no one to blame but himself for this outcome he was given plenty of opportunity to apologise and for once in his life, to take responsibility for where his okay. leadership led to the Labour Party, all which right. making us second only to the far right BNP in terms of breaking equalities law. All so right. he's got no one to blame but himself, and it shows what a tough, decisive, and strong leader Keir Starmer is, and that's the sort of leadership I come to. All right,
0: needs. then. I know you've got to go, but say hello to Steve Bray, a Stop Brexit man, who's been behind you holding up signs. Say Julius says hello, and how thanks, he? uh, <laughs> thanks to that. all the fish. <laughs> just... <laughs> We're streeting there. Thank you very much indeed, eight,